You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. We have been looking at some of the names of God and uh, you know there are so many of them <laughs> so it's, it's, it's kind of like which one should we talk about? There are some that are very popular so I just avoid them because I know many people already um, are aware of them. Um, so this morning we're going to look at another another name of God and uh, I'm sure you would love this because we all need it. <laughs> huh? You were, we all need it and um, because without this one we are finished really we are, we, we are all finished as a matter of fact the Bible actually makes it clear that without this we are finished so this is uh, El Rahum which means uh, the merciful God or God of mercy God of mercy El Rahum Rakum, Rakum. Not sure how best to pronounce it. But um, God of mercy, the God of mercy. The Bible tells us in Lamentations chapter 3 um, that I think is it 22 or 23, where it says, But for his mercies we would all be consumed. Lamentation chapter 3. It says, Yeah, through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed because his compassion fail not. Can you see? Through his mercy, through his rahum, we are not consumed. Without the mercy of God, we are all finished. Are you following me? We are all finished we're consumed consumed by what his wrath can consume us because the bible tells us in the book of romans that all have sinned and come short of the glory of god am i correct we all have sinned and because God is a holy God. He cannot behold iniquity. He cannot behold iniquity. So if he doesn't balance his holiness with his mercy, we'll be in trouble. <laughs> you see? So there are many Christians who are, who are so... Um, what is the word? They are so merciless. <laughs> Many Christians are merciless because they are so zealous for the righteousness of God but they don't balance it with the mercy of God. And that makes them to become wicked. Do you understand? 
It makes them to become wicked. No matter how righteous you are, you better be merciful. Because you cannot be more righteous than God. Am I correct? You cannot. So the Lord our God, through His mercies, we are not consumed. And we need to be like our Father. Look at what the Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 4. Deuteronomy chapter 4. Um, let me just read verse 15. Okay, from verse 15, just for the sake of context. It says, Take careful heed to yourselves, for you saw no form when the Lord spoke to you at Horeb out of the midst of the fire, lest you act corruptly and make for yourselves a carved image in the form of any figure, the likeness of male or female, the likeness of any animal that is on earth or the likeness of any winged bird that flies in the air, the likeness of anything that creeps on the ground, the likeness of any fish that is in the water beneath. Take heed lest you lift your eyes to heaven when you see the sun, the moon, the stars, and all the hosts of heaven. You feel driven to worship them and serve them, which the Lord your God has given to all the peoples under the whole heaven as a heritage so he's giving them a warning here he's warning them not to be not to get into idolatry after they experience god at mount horeb they experience the power of god they experience the glory of god they experience the voice of god and he is saying to them be careful right don't be driven to worship other things don't be, don't be driven to worship what has been created. Because God did not show you, He didn't show you any of these things to be God. Am I correct? And we know that many, in many traditions, some of these things are worshipped. Correct? Yes. So, he is telling them not to worship these things. Not to go into idolatry. And then verse 24, it says, For the Lord your God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. That's another name of God. I don't want to go into that. But then, let's skip to verse, um, verse 31. It says, For the Lord your God is a merciful God. Hallelujah. He will not forsake you, nor destroy you, nor forget the covenant of your fathers, which he swore to them. Can you see that? Although these people were a stiff-necked people, Moses is bringing to the fore the merciful attribute of God this is the nature he is a merciful God the Lord your God is a merciful God 
Hallelujah. I love the God of mercy. <laughs> I love the mercy of God. Why? Because mercy, we've, 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 we've distinguished in the past between mercy and grace. Grace is when God gives to you what you don't deserve. He does in your life what you do not deserve. But mercy withholds what you deserve. Withholds the punishment you deserve. Withholds the judgment you deserve. He, 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 he withholds his wrath. That is what enables him to still have us alive today. Despite the fact that we all have sinned. Don't you thank God for his mercy? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So that is important. For the Lord your God is a merciful God. El Rahum. The merciful God. Interestingly, when you hear about El, El, E-L in the Hebrew, that's, that's the name for God. That's what in, 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 in our Bibles we see God, right? God is El in Hebrew. And that is talking about the all-powerful. It's talking about his, his, his strength. Oh, so he's combining his power with his mercy. He's combining his strength with his mercy. We hear about, we hear about the, the, the omnipotent God. The omniscient God that knows everything. The omnipresent God. All of those are in L. So when you combine it with mercy, oh my goodness. Hectic. That is on another level. Okay? Yeah. So, and if we are made in His image, guess what? We can also be merciful, right? <laughs> you are not excited about being merciful, it seems. But you better be. You better be merciful. Why? You cannot expect to receive mercy if you don't give mercy. Yeah. Many of us want to enjoy the mercy of God, but we don't want to give people any mercy in the way we relate with them, in the way we deal with them. If you want to enjoy the mercy of God, you need to learn to be merciful. Okay? Look at what the psalmist says in Psalm 18. In Psalm 18, verse 25, it says, With the merciful, you will show yourself merciful. Can you see that? Yeah. With a blameless man, you will show yourself blameless. With the pure, you will show yourself pure. With the devious, you will show yourself shrewd. My goodness. For you will save the humble people, but you will bring down, the, uh, bring down haughty looks. So you see, with the merciful. How many people want mercy? 
How many people want the, the punishment they deserve to be held back? Yes. Then you need to learn to be merciful. I'm telling you, you must be merciful. You know, if you are merciless, you can end up in hell. Yes. Why? Because if you are merciless, that means you don't deserve mercy. And if you don't have mercy, where will you end up? In heaven? Without mercy. Everybody in heaven is there because of God's mercy. Does it make sense? Yes. Look at what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5 verse 7. In Matthew chapter 5 verse 7 he says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall what? Obtain mercy. Even though God is merciful, the fact that he's merciful does not mean that everyone will enjoy his mercy. That's what Jesus is telling us here. That means if we are going to enjoy his mercy, we need to learn to be merciful. In other words, there are some people that deserve to be really punished hard by you for what they have done to you. How are you going to respond? Are you going to be merciful? Are you going to be merciful? Or <laughs> you are going to release your full wrath? There is no blessing in that, but there is a blessing in being merciful. So if you want to experience El Rahum, then you need to learn to be merciful. Be merciful. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. So mercy is something that is obtained, but it is obtained by mercy. It's obtained by mercy. Simple scriptures. Difficult to apply sometimes. <laughs> yes? Because the flesh is like saying no. You need to descend hard. But mercy says no. Huh? Mercy says no. What are you going to do? Will you allow mercy to prevail? I believe that we need more mercy in church. <laughs> I'm serious. One of the difficulties the Pharisees had with the flock was lack of mercy. Remember the woman that was caught in adultery? You remember that woman, right? They brought her before Jesus. Jesus, this is what the law of Moses says. Amen. This woman was caught in adultery. She was caught in the very act. We are witnesses. We caught her. 
And this is what Moses says. Moses says she should be stoned to death. What do you say? What do you say? That's how religion works. What do you say? Huh? What baffles me is how come they caught the woman and they didn't catch the man? How could the man have disappeared? Hmm? Do you commit adultery alone? Why did they allow the man to disappear? Was he one of their friends? Or was it one of them? How, could he, how come they didn't, they didn't bring the man? They should bring the two, right? These two are guilty of adultery. But they only brought the woman. Or did the man overpower them and escape? I don't know. But one thing I know is that you cannot commit adultery alone. So they bring her before Jesus. This is what the law says. They quote the law. Do you understand? The law is not the highest authority. People don't realize that. They quoted the law. This is what the law says. But mercy spoke out of Jesus. Hallelujah. Mercy spoke. And says, he that is without sin, throw the first stone. If you know you don't deserve mercy, if you know you don't need mercy, you have never sinned, you can take the first stone and throw. And of course we know. That was the end of the story. The, 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 the men left one after the other. Why? They were merciless. Left to them, that woman should be stoned. And they would do it thinking they are doing God a favor. Do you understand? So sometimes we Christians, we kill people thinking we are doing God a favor. Huh? Instead of being merciful. And yet we want mercy for ourselves. Huh? Oh my Lord. So we see from that example a demonstration of God's mercy. Now it's not that Jesus was condoning what she did. He didn't. Yes? He didn't. But what did he do? He demonstrated mercy. He demonstrated mercy. And I'm telling you, we all need the mercy of God. Amen. We all do. We all do. Never get to a point where you become so righteous that you think you don't need the mercy of God. That's deception. And that's a religious spirit. That's a pharisaical spirit that can block God's mercy from, 
flowing into your life. Huh? But God is a God that is merciful. Look at what um, uh, Paul tells us in Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4. It says, But God, who is rich in mercy. In fact, let's read from, let's read from verse 1. He says, And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. That's your past. Okay? In which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others... Have you forgotten that you were once lost? You were once doomed. You were once hell bound. Some of us have been saved for so long that we've forgotten what it is like to be unsaved. <laughs> Am I correct? Yeah, but there was a time. That you were like that. But God, who is what? Rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us. God is rich in mercy. Part of his wealth is mercy. Whew. Do you like that? Aren't you happy that God is rich in mercy? Amen. The mercy didn't run out before it got to your turn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can you imagine if it runs out? Even though he visits the, the, the iniquities of the, of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generation, he says his mercy is for thousands of generations. His mercy is for thousands. In other words, his judgment is only for a moment. But his mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. His mercy endures forever. I love the mercy of God. Do you love the mercy of God? Amen. Yes. Let's read on. Where are we? Verse 4. Okay, let's look at verse 5. It says, Even when we were dead in trespasses, He made us alive with Christ. By grace you have been saved. And raised us up together. Made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ. That in the ages to come, He might show the exceeding riches of His grace. In his kindness towards us in Christ. For by grace you have been saved through faith. 
and not of yourselves, but it is the gift of God. These are all manifestations of his mercy. His mercy flows out of his love. Do you understand? It is out of his love, his, his loving nature, that his mercy flows. That's where his grace flows as well. It's all part of his loving nature. The Bible says love covers a multitude of sins. Correct? Yeah. So how can he cover it? Why would he cover it? Because he's merciful. Because he's merciful. El Rahum. (laughs) My Lord and my God. That's why you see a man like David. If you look at Psalm Psalm 51. In Psalm 51. After David went into Bathsheba. And he killed Uriah. It was after then that he wrote this psalm. That was what led to this psalm. Okay? He says, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to what? Your loving kindness. Have mercy. Yes, I know I'm guilty. I've done wrong. I have blown it. I deserve to die. But I'm pleading for mercy. Be merciful to me, O God, according to your loving kindness. According to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. I have transgressed. I have willfully sinned against you. Yes. He says, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. He's pleading to God's mercy. He's pleading to God. God, be merciful to me. Be merciful. You know, when, as a child, a lot of times I used to hear my mom pray and she would say, God, be merciful to me. And I, and I used to say, why, why is she always asking for mercy all the time? Every time, be merciful, be merciful. Have mercy on me, Lord. Have mercy. I said, what, what, what is all this mercy for? Now I understand. Now I understand. Mercy. We need mercy. But for his mercies will be consumed. Hallelujah. No wonder David did not die. God did not kill him. Do you know that there are people that did less than David and got killed? (laughs) Yes. They got killed. And sometimes you think, but God, why? Are you a respecter of persons? No. God is no respecter of persons. But there are things he looks out for. There are things he looks out for. Do you know that if you are merciless, I'm telling you, life is going to be hard for you. Life will be hard, I'm telling you. Why? Because there are things God will leave you to yourself. He will not help you when you need help. He will not be merciful to you when he should be merciful to you. Amen? Amen. 
And this is in no way saying, oh, okay, let's just be living our life anyhow because God is merciful. No, if you do that, then you are in trouble. You are opening your life to, you are opening yourself to all, all kinds of things. But the point is this, for you to walk and enjoy God's mercy, you need to learn to be merciful. Learn to be merciful. I'm telling you, this is so important, so important. If we are not merciful, I'm telling you, we're in trouble. God, who is rich in mercy, He is the one that has saved us. And He wants us to have the same kind of heart that He has. Even when it is in your power to, to, uh, to punish somebody, you need to do it with mercy. <laughs> Amen? Look at what the... Uh, I, I like the scripture in Hebrews chapter 4. I've been meditating on this for the past like two days. It says, chapter 4, verse 16. It says, let us... Okay, no, verse 14. Seeing that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. Can you sympathize with anybody's weaknesses? Oh, no, you, can, you can't. Hmm? You've always been perfect. It says, but was at, in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain what? Mercy. Can you see that? That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Are there times of need? Do you, do you face times of need in your life? Are there times that you feel you need help? You need supernatural help? Huh? Have you been there? I think I need lots of help. Lots of it. Lots of it. I'm telling you. We all do. So, but he says we can come boldly before the throne of grace. Why should you be able to come boldly? Because you have a high priest. Jesus Christ has gone beyond the veil for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. He was tempted at all points. He has gone through everything you, went, you are going through. And even more. He went through all of that. And now he is your high priest before the Father. And he's saying, Father, I've been there. I know what it is like to be human. I know what it is like to be tempted. I know what it is like to be rejected. I know what it is like to be wrongly accused. I know what it is like to be betrayed. I know what it is like to be wounded. I know what it is like. He's interceding for you. And so because of that, he says you must come before the throne of grace with boldness. Will you dare to be bold if you are merciless? You better not. <laughs> if you're going to be bold, 
you better be merciful. Because if you are merciless, you can't come boldly before the throne. If you are merciless, no. Some Christians are merciless and they should repent. I think Christians should be the most merciful people on earth. <laughs> yes? Okay, look at, look at the next verse. verse five, uh, next chapter, verse, chapter 5, verse 1, it says, For every high priest taken from among men is appointed for men in things pertaining to God, that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. He can have compassion on those who are ignorant and going astray since he himself is also subject to weakness. Yes. Why? Why is a high priest taken from among men, not from among angels? He's taken from among men because he also has to be subject to the same conditions. And that's why Jesus had to become a man. So that he can now demonstrate the mercy of God. Do you get what I'm saying? And he says, a high priest is taken from among men. Why? So that he can have compassion on those who are ignorant. There are a lot of ignoramuses walking around in church and around the world. Yes, I'm telling you. But he says... You, as a priest, you know you are also a priest, right? You are a king and you are a priest. So as a priest, you should have compassion. Why? Because you know what it is like to be human. Come on, have you made mistakes? Have you blown it? Okay, so when you deal with people... Who are ignorant? Some people are ignorant. Yeah. Can't you find, haven't you come across some people? You say, how could you be so dumb? Yes? I mean, it's so clear. The fact that it's clear to you does not mean it's clear to them. They might still be ignorant. Just like we were ignorant. <laughs> but Jesus, taken from among men, is able to say, Father, be merciful. I've been there before. I know how they feel. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Greater love has no man than this. He himself is subject to weakness. You see, the high priest is taken from among men. Why? The reason why God took priests from among men is because he knows that the priests, when they intercede for men, they will do it. They will be able to empathize. They can identify with the weaknesses of men. Sometimes we behave as if we don't have any weaknesses. And that's why we are merciless. So, I've come this morning to tell you that if you want El Rahum 
to manifest in your life. You want more mercy in your life. Learn to be merciful. Amen? Can we stand up on our feet? Let's talk to the Lord. Hallelujah. The power of his mercy. El Rahum. My Lord and my God. Manifest yourself. More mercy in our lives. Deliver us from every Pharisee tendency. Every tendency to be merciless. Lord God, anything that makes us to forget, to forget your mercy. My Lord and my God. Lelebe solobos Mendelebe zula baba baba My Lord and my God Mighty God Mighty God Do a work in our hearts Cause us oh God to be like you to be merciful like you in the name of Jesus. Mighty God. My Lord and my God. Give us the wisdom to be able to balance purity with mercy. Righteousness with mercy. Oh God. Integrity with mercy. My Lord and my God. Help us, oh God, to be like you. Oh Lord. We thank you, Father. We bless your name. Oh, my Father. My Father. My Father. We bless you. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name, O God. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Let's ask for more mercy in our lives. Yes, we need him to manifest himself. Amen. There are times that Satan will come and accuse. He will come before God to accuse you. But mercy can say no. Mercy will say no. The mercy of God will say, Satan, despite the fact that what you are saying is legal, 
but my mercy. <laughs> Hallelujah. My mercy will prevail. Just like the woman that was caught in adultery. You know, those guys quoted the law accurately. But mercy prevailed. Mercy prevailed. Hallelujah. Let mercy always prevail in your life. Let's pray that the Lord's mercy will always prevail in our lives. Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus that your mercy will always prevail in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Your mercy, Lord, your mercy. Always, 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 oh God. Mondala baba baba. Londala baba baba. Mendeleke sonda brada baha. Sundaraba. Sundala baba 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 baba. We thank you, Father. We bless you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, we bless you this morning. Thank you. Thank you, El Rakum, that you will manifest your mercy in our lives. As you have been, so shall you continue to be. Nothing will rob us of your mercy in our lives, especially at the time of need. At the time of need, oh God, we will find help. We will find mercy and grace at the time of need. In the name of Jesus, we appeal to your mercy. We appeal, oh God, to your love and your mercy. Let it flow in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We glorify you. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.